Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Old man parks his car in the middle of the road. Somehow I'm at fault. Something bizarre happened to me yesterday. I was pulling into a parking lot when the car in front of me suddenly came to a complete stop in the middle of the lane. Its owner, an older white man, turned it off, got out, and started walking into the nearest store in the strip mall. He just parked his car in the middle of the lane. Now, I could have gotten around it if I'd really tried, but it'd be dangerously close to either his car or other parked cars. I lightly tapped my horn twice at him, seeing as how I was essentially stuck now. He turned around and I rolled my window down and said to him, that's not a parking space. He dramatically pointed at my car and then did this right this way motion with both hands, sort of aiming at the very narrow path that I guess he thought I should be able to get through. I repeated myself again. Sir, that's not a parking space. I can't get around you. Why is it that one of you people every time just go around? Sir, what are you doing? That's not a parking space. I need you to move. I need you to mind your own business. Oh, come on. You can't park there. Please just move your car at this point His lips were doing that weird shake that old people do when they hang their mouths open I guess he thought he was being intimidating. He stepped up to my window and yelled you want to make me? Okay, so he's done this before and he's being an aggressive jerk now I've read on here where other people have interacted with older karens and there's apparently a card that you can play that bypasses this sort of attitude Sir, are you okay? Do you know where you are? What are you with someone? Is there someone who's supposed to be helping you today? What are you? Do you need help? It sounds like you don't know where you are and i'm worried for you Is there anyone I can call for you to help you? I think he caught on to me at this point because he switched back from confused to being angry again I don't know is Is there anyone I can call for you? Is that somehow a threat? I don't even know. Sir, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. You just stay right there and I'll call someone who can come help you. Don't worry. It will be okay. Just don't move and I'll call for an ambulance. At this point, I backed into a parking space that had opened behind me and pulled out my phone. I really was going to call 911, but only because he was too confrontational to be left unattended in public. Of course, as with most bullies, the moment they realized they don't have power over you, he gave up, muttered something, got back in his car, and left. On my way out of the lot, I saw that he'd miraculously found his way into a parking spot on the other side of it. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever actually experienced this or even seen this in my life before. Someone just parking in the middle of the road and legit getting out and saying, yeah, that's fine. How is that even possible? Especially given that we now know there were other spaces available that this old geezer could have gone into at any moment, but no. He wanted to park in the middle of the road and just said, oh, you're one of those people that gets annoyed with me parking in the middle of the road? Yeah, everyone, my friend. (laughs) Gotta say though, OP, fantastic response from you. Playing the card of, yeah, this guy must have some troubles and making him think that you're actually pitying him. I know he clocked on eventually. And I also know that you said that you've read it on this subreddit before. I'm not sure I've ever seen that though. And if you didn't know, I've requested this sub quite a lot. Very smart, well played. Trust me, you don't want your own toilet. So this happened when I was 23. I recently started my job as an engineer 
in training with a firm in the structural engineering department My firm thought it was important for the new guys to have experience on site while our projects were being built As this helps us to understand what construction crews need to see on our plans As well as getting an understanding of how to address issues that come up during construction So I was working as an inspector on an overpass construction project I have world-class IBS and this had peaked when I was 23 to the point where I had to wear a diaper anytime I was out of the house This was considered a disability and my firm had to provide me with my outporter john that i was the only one who had a key for right outside of the job trailer the construction crew hated this and i had so many snide comments and flack thrown my way for it they thought i just thought i was too good to use the toilets provided for the crew the lock on the porter john was cut off several times and they replaced it with one i didn't have the key for this was really frustrating but it was easy enough to get around this culminated with someone putting an eco block a several thousand pound concrete block in front of my toilet so i didn't have access to it during the safety meeting the next morning these happened every morning i stood up and told them about what someone had done to general snickering and then and as i'd stopped giving a frick about what people thought about my issue said as soon as any of you have to wear a diaper at all times i flashed the band of my diaper then you can get your own toilet as well dead silence i don't think i could have made these guys more uncomfortable than i did by admitting my incontinence never had an issue with anyone on the crew again after that got on new meds a few months later which helped immensely honestly there aren't many things much worse that i can think of off the top of my head than having this i mean come on having to wear a diaper at 23 must just be truly awful and op i'm so sorry that you have this condition and then to compound matters you get picked on and bullied for having your own toilet i mean come on ridiculous fair play to you for having the bravery and the courage to do what you did though gotta say standing up to these guys and making them shut their mouths unreal from you takes a lot of balls if i can say that but fair play for doing it mate unreal and again super sorry that you're in that situation my worst college roommates back in my undergrad i lived in the dorms for all four years lots of reasons for that not worth getting into i had some wonderful roommates but this one was the worst i had a room due to a disability mine is not obvious this is actually important my roommate fran was moved into my room about two weeks into the semester i'd been single in a double room for a while just through pure luck i didn't object to a new roomie it was supposed to be two to a room this person's disability was obvious though i will not share what because it's only relevant that it was obvious i found out quickly that she used this as an excuse to be awful to everyone she would rarely leave the room only one of her classes was online but the rest were meant to be in person she spent the rest of time in our room in bed watching reality tv i used the microwave to make my breakfast in the morning she hated that and started shouting at me to stop one morning i hate conflict so i just obliged we went to a smaller university so this was literally the most convenient thing to do the only other thing was either walking all the way to the restaurants or going to a convenience store i tried to accommodate her only to my own detriment my health suffered from the amount of fast food i was eating because she couldn't deal with the fact that a microwave makes noises she only escalated from there i don't fully recall everything but i get sick with respiratory stuff when i get extremely stressed and she made me that stressed constantly i was sick so much between my stress and diet Luckily, anytime I had a fever, she had to vacate the room. I was sick with a high fever four times in two months because of the stress of living with her. I knew her life had to be hard, so I was just a doormat. It came to a head one night when I was studying for a test. Remember what I said about reality TV? She watched it on a very high volume too. I asked her to turn it down. Not off, 
down. I wasn't rude about it at all. Something like, hey, would you turn down your TV a little bit, please? I have a huge test tomorrow. She huffs, and with all the sarcasm she could physically muster, she turns off the TV, throws her remote on the bed, starts throwing on her coat, and calls a friend and says in a near shout, yeah, my roommate is kicking me out the room. I was so shocked I didn't even know what to say. She then turns to me and says, you know, common areas are for studying. That's where you should be if it's that important. I managed to stammer out. It's my room too. And no, that is not what the common areas are usually used for in this dorm. That was absolutely true, by the way. Video game parties dominated those rooms. The next day, I'm emailed by the hall director who says my roommate has lodged a complaint about me and we are required to go to her office for a meeting. My roomie had told the hall director all this bull about me kicking her out. The meeting was just my roomie shouting at and about me and it became very obvious very quickly that the hall director didn't believe her. The hall director tried to be as neutral as she could but it was very hard with my roomie just shouting. Thank God I built up credibility with the hall director before this. After the meeting ended, with Fran just storming out, the hall director told me that this girl had moved a couple of times already before she was placed with me. It turns out she picked fights with everyone. This was not new behavior. She moved out just days later. I got to enjoy the last month of the semester with a new roommate who was wonderful. I wasn't sick at all in that last month. I've since learned to stand up for myself. But holy heck, I've never felt anxiety paralysis like that since her. Now look, this story epitomizes why I would hate to have to share a room with someone in a college dorm. I was fortunate enough when I went to university that I didn't have to, but some people in my dorm did have to. And let me tell you, it doesn't even matter, I think, if you really get on with your roommate. Still, it's not going to be ideal, is it? I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just not for me, but I need my own personal space. And no, not for that reason, you weirdos. Just for my own personal space. Like, I know it makes sense given that space is probably quite limited on campuses and stuff like that. But for the sanity of individual students, shared sleeping areas oh, just shouldn't be a thing if you can help it. Because even if you get an amazing roommate like you got later on, I still don't think I'd love it. Oh, and living with someone like Fran? Nah, I'm done. Getting sick four times in two months because of your roommate? No, thank you. Old geezer clearly doesn't know how long it takes to cook a ton of food. This happened decades ago when I was in my 20s. A couple of friends and I went to the local fish and chip shop, also known as Takeaway here in New Zealand. This takeaway, like most, was run by a Chinese family. This will become relevant later. When we got there, there were a few people milling around in that I've already ordered and now I'm just waiting for my food mode and about one person waiting in front of us. The three of us stood in line. The person in front finished paying for their order, but before we were served, the phone rang and the bloke behind the counter took a lengthy order. I wasn't exactly listening in, but I was within two meters and it was impossible not to get the idea that the caller was ordering half of the menu. One of the things it was impossible not to hear was when he said that the order would be ready in 20 minutes. When the bloke hung up and posted the order up to be filled, we placed our own not insubstantial orders and went to join the others in the I've ordered and I'm just waiting for my Kai pattern. Kai is the Mary word for food. We lose people as their food becomes ready and they depart with their newsprint wrap packages of delight. Then, about 15 minutes after the phone call, this tall skinny old bloke, whom we shall call the OC, for reasons that I think are fairly obvious, but you can pretend that it means old chap if you like, turns up and asks if his phone order is ready. The bloke behind the counter, BBC, checks and says it's not ready yet. This is where, in New Zealand culture, you say okay, 
pay for the food you ordered, and go and join the others waiting for their order to be completed. The old chap, however, elected to lose his temper and say that it should be ready now. The bloke behind the counter basically reminds him that 15 minutes ago, he said it would be ready in 20 minutes. But this guy was having none of this and was getting quite ranty, saying, perhaps I should just forget about it then. At your typical Kiwi takeaway fish and chip shop, the deep fry vats, burger prep area, and gas hops with the woks are all clearly visible from the ordering waiting area and you can see the staff cooking your food so i could see looks of absolute horror on the faces of the staff working behind the counter as they've got a metric f ton of this old chap's food in the process of being cooked back there and the old chap hasn't actually paid for any of this yet the bloke behind the counter says no your food's nearly ready it's ready well everything is cooked except the burgers and we're doing the burgers now so it's not ready is it and then he launches into a tirade about how the food should be ready by now as if he'd ordered only a couple of things and he was the only customer in the store two things about me at this point one i love languages and learn phrases from them from my friends whenever possible of course quite often these phrases include the ones you don't use in mixed company unless you're a new zealander or an australian of course one of the languages in which I know a few words, including not for mixed company words, was Cantonese. I told you the fact that the shop was run by Chinese people would become relevant. And two, I do not like entitled chaps mistreating serving staff. From my view, the old chap has phoned up and ordered a literal fortune's worth of food and been told 20 minutes, and he's now threatening to walk out without paying for the food because it's not ready in 15. This is just not done. So I cut him off mid-ran by loudly and angrily yelling a Cantonese phrase that pretty much translates to mother effer, possibly horse effer, if I got the inflection of one of the words wrong. I was glaring daggers at the old chap's back, but I could see all the staff beyond him abruptly look up in shock at my outburst, and then realizing who had shouted and at whom they all grinned my loud interjection did stop the old guy mid-rant but he didn't look around i'm pretty sure he knew exactly who was being yelled at i doubt he understood the cantonese but he probably could recognize angry in any language in the silence that followed the bloke behind the counter reiterated that the burgers were almost done and the meal would be ready i'd already decided that if the old chap walked out of that shop without paying i'd be following him down the street and confronting him about it letting him know in no uncertain terms that you don't do that sort of thing Fortunately, he did decide to pay for his food and wait like the rest of us So I didn't need to chase him down the street and discuss his parentage Yeah, nothing worse than rushing people that are literally making your food for you in front of your own eyes Dan, if they've told you it's going to be 20 minutes and you come in at 15 minutes. I mean, look, rushing someone in the first place is bad enough because look, the food takes as long as it takes. But if they've literally told you it's going to be 20 minutes and you're getting at them when they still have five minutes of that time left to go, then you're just entitled. Simple as that. I'm very thankful, though, that he didn't do what he threatened to do and walk out and cost this company loads of money and just, you know, ruin loads of food for no reason. It's people like UOP that have stopped him from doing that, so fair play. But wow, the audacity to even suggest that is disgraceful. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Now, the last post in this episode comes from a user that has posted many stories in the past, all about entitled people in her life. And this is just their most recent accounts. Ex-husband is angry that I am hot and moved on from him. In truth, life is amazing right now. Since my last post, I've dropped enough weight and I'm in the best shape of my life. I go to the gym four times a week, all the while balancing my job and raising my kids, maintaining my home, along with pole dancing classes. I'm on my way to becoming a dancer, but for now, I'm sticking with bartending while doing private dances at the club. I'm making great money. I've even started seeing one of the bouncers at my job. We'll call him Kyle. He's a sweet, caring man who isn't afraid to speak his mind. He's former military. He's really good looking too. Think Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy. They could be twins. Yes, he knows about my past. Kyle is one of those social media junkies that likes posting just about everything on his Facebook. One night out at dinner, he took a photo of us together and posted it with the caption, future wife. As sweet and adorable as that is, I did ask him to take it down as I'm not totally comfortable being on social media just yet. But by then, the damage was already done. One of the more cattier girls, Samantha, at the club, is mutual friends with my ex, Bill. She knows he's my ex-husband and is aware of the divorce and all the drama. She's that type of girl that likes to stir up a bunch of trash, then sit back and watch the fallout with a gleeful smile on her face. If she wasn't friends with my boss's wife, he would have fired her a long time ago. She routinely shows up late, gossips about everyone she works with, has drank herself into a stupor more than once, and beaten up a client when he didn't pay her more than she thought she deserved. And that was all after I started working there a few months ago. She's incredibly toxic and most of us just avoid her long story short She saved the picture and showed bill and he went postal Samantha came into work a couple of days ago and informed me that bill somehow found out about kyle And he's really upset and has made threats to come to my job as mad as I was I told her I didn't care She horribly feigned sympathy and wished me luck. I informed my boss and kyle of what samantha had said They assured me they would keep a lookout and not to worry. Last night during my shifts, I'm behind the bar serving drinks like usual. Ever since Samantha told me Bill was making threats to come to my job, I've been nervously keeping one eye on the door at all times. Sure enough, he shows up with two of his equally douchey friends. It was almost comical how alike they looked. Slick back hair, polos tucked into dress pants, blazers and freaking sunglasses at night. I wanted to bury my head into the floor in shame for having seen anything in this man or considered him marriage material. I try to ignore him and go back to serving drinks. He notices me and makes a beeline for the bar with thing one and two following right behind him. This is when he's intercepted by my boss, Kyle, and one other bouncer, Greg. I couldn't hear the conversation between them over the music playing, but I could tell from their body language that things were getting heated. It began to draw a crowd pretty fast. And before I knew what happened, Kyle grabbed Bill up by his jacket and proceeded to usher Bill out the door, kicking and screaming, while Greg and my boss escorted thing one and two out after him. It was pretty anticlimactic, but I'm glad no one was hurt, mostly. After work was finished, I asked Kyle what was said. He told me Bill was fuming that I couldn't bother to improve myself during our marriage and I'd moved on and he wanted me back. When Kyle established that he was the man in my life, Bill called me a couple of slurs and some other colorful words. That was when Kyle grabbed him up and violently threw him out of the club onto his butt in the parking lot and said that if he harassed me again, he would frick him up. My effing hero. Thing one and two came out right after and helped Bill to his feet. They got in the car with their pride wounded and peeled out of that parking lot. I'm thankful the situation didn't escalate and so far bill hasn't tried showing up to my apartments I'm hoping he takes Carl's warning seriously. I'm happily moving on with my life And there we go op good to hear that you're doing well in this day and age and you know what it's pretty embarrassing from this bloke Right just because you didn't improve yourself when I was with you. Oh, I now want you back Are you saying that maybe she lost a couple of kilos a couple of pounds 
and now you're attracted to her again and therefore you want a relationship with her i mean maybe i get it but not really it's just very superficial isn't it if you're only into someone because of how they look then that's pretty poor not gonna lie and i don't think it was gonna last that long anyway let's be honest with each other i mean to be fair it sounds like you just dodged a huge red flag the fact that he's come to your place of work threatened to go to your apartment with his goons calling you all these slurs yeah not the sort of geezer you want in your life i think we can all agree on that planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.